gospel message. Today's gospel message is taken from a very familiar passage. This is Luke chapter 10, and this is the story about Mary and Martha. And from verse 38, it reads, Now it came to pass as they went and entered into a certain village, a certain woman named Martha received him into her house, him being Jesus. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Of course, we've heard this story thousands of times, and it's always a good read, and there's always a valid message in it. But when I read it again recently, that statement that Jesus made, Mary hath chosen that good part. What that implies is that there was another choice that was not as good or maybe not even good at all. Here was Martha serving the Lord, you know, feeding him, making sure he was taken care of as he was a guest in their house. She was running up and down, doing this, that, and the other to make sure that the Lord was physically taken care of. However, Mary sat down because she knew that the Lord had a gift for her. Martha was trying to give the Lord a gift, per se, by serving him and making sure he was treated well as a guest. But the Lord had a gift for them, for anyone who was willing to listen. And where Mary had a choice to choose the role of running up and down and serving, she also had the other choice of sitting down to receive the good news of the gospel that Jesus Christ had brought right into her house. And Jesus commended her for it. He said, she hath chosen the good part. So even in the house of the Lord or even in church or even amongst church folk or brethren, especially being that churches, we have a lot of activities. You know, there's always one thing going on, one ceremonial thing going on or another. And quite often we get caught up. We get caught up in the ceremony of church. We get caught up in the ceremony of congregation, of fellowship. We get caught up. And when we it comes to the word and our knowledge of the word or our, our, our understanding of the word, many of us are lacking. You know, we're dependent on other people's interpretation. We're dependent on a lot of things and we have no knowledge for ourselves. We have no clear understanding for ourselves. It's almost like 
Anytime we read the Bible, unless we hear someone else's interpretation, we have no clue what the Lord is trying to tell us in that Bible passage. And that's because we're not sitting down to receive the gift of the word that the Lord has given to us. Many of us only study our Bibles when it's time to deliver the word or or to participate in the class. We don't just sit down to read our Bibles to, to feed on the word of God, to feast on the word of God, you know. And also, we, we don't come to church with that hunger for the word of God. We come for prayer so that our prayers can be answered. We come to receive a prophecy or we come to receive a word, a word in something that speaks to my personal situation, something that's going to answer this petition that I've been placing before the Lord. Then we start doing a whole lot of running around, you know. And then sometimes people will come up and then we'll preach sermons and we'll give 10 steps of how to do this and 10 steps of how to do that. And we come with all these, these remedies, you know, these remedies that also send people running around, send people going back and forth, going up and down, doing this, that, and the other. And we have a choice to make. We have a choice to make when it comes to receiving the word of God, receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it is very important that we get this word first. You know, if if you are starving, right? If you if if you don't have food and you don't have drink and you are you are physically hungry and thirsty and someone gives you an assignment to go out there and do that assignment, it's going to be hard for you to focus on that assignment because there's something else within you that has not been satisfied. You're hungry. You don't have you haven't had food, you haven't had water, you're thirsty. So that sort of depletes our reserve and it makes it almost impossible for us to perform that other task or to perform it with any level of 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 satisfaction or or excellence the same thing is when we as christians don't hunger for the word first but instead we hunger for all the other things we hunger for the miracles we hunger for the prophecies we hunger for for status for rank to be known as the one who contributes the most, to be known as so many other things. And even though those things may be necessary, maybe is the key there, or may be important, the, the, the reality is that, is that the good part? Is that the part that Christ would w will us to focus on more? Because if we say, well, we don't know where it depends, it doesn't really depend. Because here was a perfect example where these two women were in his company and both were given an opportunity to choose. They were given an opportunity to choose what they would focus on. They had a choice. And Christ said that Mary chose the good part. And what did Mary do? She sat at his feet to receive his word. It's clear. There was no ambiguity in the words of Christ. He said, Mary, knowing full well what Martha was doing and why Martha was doing it, he still said Mary chose that good part. Why? Because it cannot be taken away from her. When we receive 
of the fruit of the vine directly from Christ. It goes into our spirit. It nourishes our spirit. It feeds our spirit. It opens our understanding so that we can now understand the scripture. And once we start to understand the scripture, we start to apply the scripture and we start to walk in the way of the scripture, walking after the spirit. And once we get into that practice, once we get into that habit, once that becomes part of our lives, it becomes second nature to us as natural as breathing. It cannot be taken away from us because that becomes who we are. But when it comes to activities, activities can seize. COVID has taught us that. COVID-19 has taught us how quickly activities can seize and be no more. And people were in an uproar because the government did not let us meet. The government shut down our energy. And I thought that was so shameful coming from the mouths of some pastors where they believed that their church was going to suffer because they did not meet physically. If you are disseminating the word of God through uh, uh, tele, tele church or live stream or zoom church. If the substance is in the word of God that you are disseminating, your church will not skip a beat. Those people were complaining because they have placed the emphasis on the wrong thing. They have not chosen that good part, but there are many churches that thrived during the pandemic because they had chosen that good part connecting people to the word, making sure that the word was still flowing, making sure that we were still gathering together to pray during the pandemic. We didn't skip a beat because not only did that not suffer, all the other stuff did not suffer, even though we couldn't physically be congregated. So Christ has given us an opportunity. We church people, Christians, those in the fellowship of Christ. He's given us an opportunity to choose the good part. Choose that good part, which is choose him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. Choose the word. And he opened their mind that they might understand the scripture. We have to choose the word. We have to choose Christ we have to choose the knowledge of Christ. We have to choose the knowledge of God, which is in his word. When I read that passage, I referenced John 20, verse 22. I'm not sure how long ago I did that. And in all honesty, I'm not sure what led me to do that. But when I went to go read the verse that I highlighted, John 20, verse 22 reads, And when he had said on this, and when he had said this, he being Jesus, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. When we receive the word of Christ, he opens our mind to understand the scripture. It is his Holy Spirit that interprets this scripture and makes it living to us. It translated so that we can now absorb it into our persons. It is important that as a church, as a church member, as a worshiper, an individual worshiper of Jesus Christ, we have to choose that good part, which is Christ, the living word. Choose him, choose him in the desire to know him. Choose him in the desire to know his word and to understand his word. And once we have that understanding and it becomes our lifestyle, 
it will never be taken from us. And his word and every promise that is associated with his word and the manifestation of said promises will never be taken from us. So let us, brothers and sisters, choose that good part because that is what Christ finds most commendable. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.